Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. I am in 12th place with a bullet. I am 0-3. And, and like I've got 300. Okay, so hold on. You Point can four. Can't I sort the points for? Oh, no, I can't. Can I? Who's got the most amount of points for? Points for. So, points for. For all of you listening, we're, we're recapping fantasy in that, unfortunately, Matthew still is in the basement, a continuation of last year. Right? <laughs> So, okay, so I'm not dead last for points four, right? But this is this is a Colton, but oh. Colton's one. So what the fuck do I know, right? And my points against are 433. It is the highest. It is the highest. So you're just running into a buzzsaw the last three weeks. Well, I ran into uh, Carla with... Um, uh, who did she? Uh, who did Lamar Carla Jackson. have two weeks ago? Oh my god! And she she I also think. had. Uh, who was the other guy that she had? Or was, it, uh, or was it Josh Allen? Who does she have at quarterback? Let me see. Yeah, Carla's been tearing everybody in you ass. I know. I I know. She had Tua, who came back in that game against Baltimore, right? She yeah. had Cooper Cup, who scored like 200 points in that freaking one game. Right. And then she also had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, defense who was going up against like, I think it was like Indianapolis or something And Indianapolis actually recorded the very first negative score in NFL football history. She just destroyed me. And now, and last week it said I was going to win. And then of course I was winning until Rogers threw that pick and Jones had the fumble and suddenly I lost all in two plays. Yeah. I'm not good at the very first time I ever played fantasy football. I won. Yeah. I outright won. I won every game right to the final. Never had an issue. Okay. Yeah. And then the next year I played and I picked the same way. I picked with my gut and I came in like fifth or sixth or something. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I stopped playing for a few years. And then you're like, we're, we're doing this. We got it. We got the fantasy football. It's huge. We're doing it. We're going to have our own podcast, great prizes, the whole works, a scoop of peanut butter for everyone. Right. And and so what did I come in like last year? Last year, I think I came in like ninth or something, right? Yeah, you, Eight or ninth or something. You started working your way up out of the cellar. You didn't make it all the way to the top, but you were fine. Yeah. And I had like like nine of my top 10 drafted players all went on IR in like the first three weeks. Yep. So sure. it was just one of those years, right? Where no matter what I did, I had the curse And now this year, this is what happens. I get close to winning and then somebody fumbles just enough, right? Or like the Baltimore Ravens have got it locked down for me on Miami and it's this win is going to be a cinch. And then they, you know, let Tua throw five touchdowns in the second half to win the game. Yeah. Like just, uh, why, why? Yeah, I've left a lot of points on the bench too, man. Like, it's like, oh. motherfucker, God. Like, why is that guy going off this week? But he didn't last week, even though the matchup was bad. And everything right? points for him not doing shit. And yeah. he goes like 10 for 140 in a fucking tutty. And you're like, where the fuck did that come from? You know, it's like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to ride your 
I got Darnell Mooney, who apparently they're never going to throw the ball to. Yeah, you got to drop him in. You got to get rid I, of Mooney. See, the problem is, is the moment I drop Mooney, he's going to catch 288 yards and 12 touchdowns, and he'll be used against me, probably from by Justin Jeremy. Fields. Probably I don't by think Jeremy. So, okay, Dude, so Pack Rats. Yeah, go ahead. Pack, Pack Rats is in the lead. He's number one right now. He's got uh, 462 points for, 367 points against. Right behind him, also at three and zero, is Carla D. Carla D says her team name is sixty nine. Is dinner for two? <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible, Carla, terrible. There's She's right behind. Now on Twitter that I haven't gotten where it's like a hashtag dinner for two with Bach, and I, I don't know if he started that hashtag or Carla did. I have probably Carla because probably yeah, but we She's don't like know. that. Then we've got a three-way tie for third, fourth, and fifth. And that's you, Jeremy, and uh, Bodies Hit LaFleur, DK. And then we get into the one and twos. And that's everybody but me. So, because <laughs> I am O and three. Oh. I am O and three. Apparently, and now, nobody's going to go your quay. Nobody is going nothing's my quay. Gonna, nothing's going to go your quay. <laughs> Nothing compares to you. Okay. So, okay. So this is my lineup this week. Okay. This is my yeah. lineup. Maybe you can help me. So I got Aaron Rodgers, right? I got Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's playing against Atlanta too. It's going to be good. It's gonna yeah, be it'll good. be 180 yards. I got Aaron Jones. Got to have the running back. Got to yeah. have it. Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Denver. No. Trash. Really? Yes. Next. Brandon Cooks, Houston. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's always steady. getting me good steady, points. He's steady. He is not a boom player, but he will all he will never screw your week. Okay, I got Brandon Cooks. I got George Kittle. Okay. Is he I got, it, yeah? Well, apparently. We'll have to see. Uh, and then on my flex, I have Devin Singletary from Buffalo and Romeo Dobbs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, so Devin Singletary, the problem is that Zach Moss has been, you know, the, there's a couple players there from the wide receiver position and then the backup, the, the rookie running back has been cutting into his time. So even though they're running the ball, they're not really using him in that horse and that workhorse role that you expected. So he's probably not giving you the points that you expect, man. That's probably well, that. He did. He did last week. He did last week. He did last week, but the first two games, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. So, he, he was hardly breaking eight. Right. But yeah. normally, normally he's a guy that gets you to, you know, 12 to 18 points. You Who know, you in some Okay, so uh, Stafford, Darnell Mooney, Jihad Dotson out of Washington, who started hot and have just been terrible the last uh, couple of weeks. But see, they always play from behind. So there's a lot of this garbage yards that he gets, but I'll take every single point, right? Yeah, he's close to 30% target share, man. So as a rookie, he's getting a pretty big target share. Yeah. Um, I'd probably start. I got, I got Christian Watson as well. And I've been hanging on to him just because he's going to suddenly go off. Now, is this the week? No. No, it is not the week. No, it okay. is not. I think this week against New England, okay, I think you'll get a couple of catches, but I think this is the Romeo Dobbs week. And then, okay. and then I think after that, I think in London, Christian Watson goes off. I agree. So I would probably start, oh, man, dude. I've got the highest rated guys on though. Like whatever they project, I have the highest. So Jerry Judy is the only guy I would probably switch out and try to go for a boom bus player. Cause Jerry Judy isn't going to do anything for you, man. Cortland Sutton's the main target. Russell Wilson is garbage. Like that team has not figured it out. I, I would stay away from the, from the wide receivers in Denver until they fucking figure it out. Okay. Brandon Cook's always solid. So, so then I've got uh, Gage, Tampa Bay, Gage. I got Hollins, Vegas. 
I got uh, MVS in <laughs> Kansas City. I got Brown in Dallas. James in uh, the Giants. Devontae Parker is still out there. Parker against the Packers secondary. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Collins out of Houston. Anderson out of Carolina. Jones out of Jacksonville. Peoples Jones out of Cleveland. Hmm. Like, I kind of like that. Uh, I, I like uh, Gage out of Tampa. And I like. Sure playing because he's I, questionable. Right. I like, uh, I like Parker. I like Parker out of New England. Let's see. It says questionable. It says he is questionable against Tampa's Tampa hamstring. Oh, terrible. That, that could be weeks. That could be weeks. So then Holland's out of Vegas. I mean, yeah, he's got to start, but he's got to start throwing a Devante. No, like Devante's doing a lot of chirping. He's not going to. It's going to go. Think so? Holland. I would start Hollins over Judy, even though I know everybody has Hollins way down there, but he's one of those dudes that's sneaky, can get you five targets for sure. You know, he'll get you 11 points, 12 points for sure. Jerry Judy's not going to get you, like, eh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to stay away. Other than Williams in Denver, I'm not playing anybody. That's where I am with it. My opinion. Okay, so this is what I did. This is what I did, okay? I just did something even bigger. Okay. okay. Uh-oh. I, I did something because I, I, I've got to shake shit up, right? I got it. I got to shake shit up. So I kept Jerry Judy, but I dropped Mooney. Yep. And, and I dropped my backup tight end, and I picked up Devontae Parker and Gage. Okay. And then just wait to see what's going to happen tomorrow morning. Yep. Okay. That works. If Gage is ready, Gage goes in. If he's not ready, I'll put in Parker. Sounds good. Yeah. But don't, don't play Judy. No. Yeah. No. Fuck Judy. Fuck yeah. I judge. guess so. He's playing like judge. judge Judy's terrible. Judge Judy is a terrible wide receiver. Terrible. She hardly caught anything. All right. Hey, pal. we got a game this weekend again. Yeah, man. Packers and uh, the New England Patriots versus the Green Bay Packers in an all-out death-defying cage match. Brian Hoyer brought from the graveyard versus Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback who just won't go away. (laughs) Whose veins are filled with cold ayahuasca tea. (laughs) Ayahuasca! Oh, it's just a plant. Yes, so is marijuana. It's just a plant. Yes, it's the, uh, technically so is cocaine. Team, yeah, the home team has won every single time the last three meetings um, between the Patriots. I know this is very different because this is not even Mac Jones or it is Brian Hoyer. It is not Tom Brady. We already saw the Brady Brady Rogers Bowl last week, and I keep fucking on my tweets putting out bucks instead of pats i'm still stuck in the past i apologize for having to delete tweets because i'm constantly just putting fucking bucks up but here's a question for you so these these are the three things that i'm going to be looking at oh my god did you see the spread on the game yeah dude it keeps going up it's nine points for the patriots nine points okay so it was at ten and a half and then nine and a half and nine now so people were heavily betting the Packers. So obviously that line adjusted, but Vegas is expecting the Packers to win by at least 11 points. Oh my God. All right. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's like when you're watching the pregame and all the hosts pick the Packers, I'm always like doomed, doomed. No. So, <laughs> you know, at least from a sports book, whenever the Packers are heavy favorites, so let's say at least six and a half points, we're doomed. They've always covered. Really? Under- Every single time under Rodgers, they have covered when they are, like, big favorites. I don't like it. Like, it it reminds me of, like, a Lions game. You know what I mean? When everybody's like, Packers by 100. And then what's the score? 17-16. Rodgers had to throw a Hail Mary. (laughs) Right? Like, that always seems to – we always seem to step down to that level. I think Brian Hoyer is going to sling it a little bit. What do you think? (sighs) 
I don't think so. I think they are going to try to run the shit out of the ball. 113 yards allowed by the Packers. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, specifically Stevenson, you know, um, his stats and his uh, carries have increased from week one to now. So expect a lot of Ramondre Stevenson as opposed to Harris. Dude, like, look at these stats. So Stevenson, week one against Miami, uh, eight carries, 25 yards. Harris, nine carries, 48 yards. But then in week two, nine carries, 47 yards, 15 carries, 71 yards for Harris. But then against Baltimore, complete switch, 12 carries, 73 yards for Stevenson. Harris, 11 carries, 41 yards. So 23 carries, 114 yards, 9.6 yards per carry average is what these guys are doing right now last week. So they're averaging nearly five, very close to what we do, right, with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. I expect them to try to attack us with the running game. And Hoyer will be a game manager. I mean, who's he going to throw to again? You just mentioned, we just kind of talked about it in the fantasy stuff. It's Devontae Parker. Um, their other wide receiver, what the fuck is his name? The young kid, Jacoby Myers, is out. So it's Devontae Parker and who? <laughs> Whoever is going to – well, have we heard anything about Jair yet? I uh, He's questionable. Was he a, was he a participant in yesterday's practice? Limited. Well, that means he can play. That means he can play. Because yep. if he sits out Friday, he's out Sunday. That's the Lafleur way, and that's the way you should be with your players. But if he was limited, which means that it's starting to feel better – but they don't want to push it, right? Because it's that soft tissue. It's that groin. He could step going up the stairs the wrong way, just going into his house and tweak that SOB. Uh, yeah. So there. that means he's on the list. I mean, I guess we'll have to see also who's playing for the Patriots, right? If they lose a couple more players that aren't going to play, then why bother putting Jair out there? Nixon, Douglas, and Stokes will be able to lock it down, no problem. Yeah, I don't anticipate – uh alexander being out there this is a long-term you know commitment to him you don't want him in week four in a game that we should win even without him why put him in let him get completely healthier as close to healthy as he possibly can i can think of millions of reasons why he should be in why well, millions agree. i right? agree but i mean when at some point we're going to see this defense all together and playing well right that's that's the plan stan <laughs> Right. Like, I got a question for you. Yeah, man. How's Darnell Savage doing in your eyes? Three games in. I know it's a small sample size. Three games. Week one torched. Week two, we didn't hear his name. That's good. Anytime on the back end, you don't hear a quarterback's, a cornerback's name or a safety's name. It means that at least they're holding the fort down. I, I just don't see him. I think he's hit his ceiling, which is really unfortunate, if that makes sense. I think we've seen the best out of Savage, and he has not taken that next step, and it's unfortunate. that. I mean, we see Amos. Yep. We see Amos. I think uh, Savage is – listen, first off, any – any of these football players that are able to make it through the combine, make it through free agency, and then make it even onto a practice squad. These are good players. These aren't, these aren't, you know, Oh yeah, he was so good. No, these are superstar players, right? So you're picking from the best of the best of the very best, right? Mm -hmm. So when I say this, understand that in my mind, I know that I could never achieve what Savage has achieved and I couldn't period right but i think savage is like like a b player like a b b plus player and there's no a in his game agree and i think amos is an a a plus player like you know he's like a jair right where stokes stokes right now he's got flashes of a in his game he's a solid b b plus Right, but he he's he still got to turn it up just a little bit. And Razul Douglas is so all over the board; it's ridiculous. One yeah. play he looks F, the next play he looks A plus <laughs> plus. Like right. it's just he's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, Savage is like that kid in class. Um, or let's let's start with Amos. Amos is that kid in class who is real quiet, 
right? Just sits there. And the next thing you're like, holy fuck, he gets, he has straight A's, right? Like no yeah. clue. This dude has yeah. straight A's and nobody knows. Yeah. Savage is that dude that you see grinding, 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 grinding. And he's trying really hard and he keeps getting C's and B's. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. And then, so, I feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. first round pick. So there's a lot of pressure. Remember, we've talked about this. There's a lot of pressure being a first round pick. Gary has flourished under that pressure. Gary has become a machine. And I think Gary breaks the sack record this year. Jeremy, write this down. I think the Michael Strahan sack record gets broke this year by Gary. But we he, have he, some seriously yeah. bad teams that he is going to be hitting stride with. I think he gets – the Patriots game right here, I think he gets multiple sacks. When we play the Commanders, I think he gets multiple three, four sacks. That offensive line there, they're going to have to put nine guys on Gary's side, which means Preston and uh, Quay and Campbell and Clark are just going to eat. Like, there are some offensive lines that are super questionable that we're coming up against. And if Gary Gary keeps playing the way he's going to, I think I think against the Patriots, he gets multiple sacks. And I think against the Commanders, he gets three to four sacks. I think he just completely owns them, especially with Carson Wentz. All right. So, in a season you're talking about, right? Yeah. So, Michael yeah. Graham had 22 and a half sacks in yeah. a season. Gary has three right now. And we've got 13 games, 14, 14 games, games so left. 14. So let's say, so that's 22. So that's 19 and a half sacks left. Right. So in 14 let's, let's games math here, 19 and a half sacks, 19.5 sacks divided by 14. 1.85. It's 1.3. Yeah. So he needs to average one and a half sacks a game. Okay. That's it. That's it. And I think there's well, a couple of games on our schedule where he gets multiple. So here's the problem that we're giving him an extra game. True, true. But they generally don't play the starters game uh, week 17 because we're so far ahead. Okay, let's see. 19.5. Let, let's 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 compare apples to apples. So instead of 14, let's do 13 games, which is exactly yeah. what Greyhand. So he needs exactly 1.5 sacks per game. That's it. To to break the Strahan record. That's it. And I, think, it I think he's got team. a I think he plays the commanders. He gets three, possibly even four. I think when he plays against the Patriots tomorrow, two, that's six. He's suddenly going to be at nine sacks with uh, 12 games. That sounded outlandish until you're kind of speaking. I was like, okay, there, there's actually a possibility here that this can happen. And one of the biggest things, that's the second key that I was going to talk about. So in terms of us winning, we need to stop the runner, at least hold him in check to about a hundred yards, right? 113 yeah. yards. If they allow yeah. the act of what we're allowing, perfect. Because they're not going to throw for more than 150 fucking yards. Exactly. Exactly. So the second thing is the Brian Hoyer, Mac Jones experience is the Patriots are terrible at turning the ball over. They're averaging four turnovers a game. So you give Aaron Rodgers and this defense four turnovers, lights out. So let's see how quickly, let's see how they protect the ball. Um, we have not, have, have we seen other than the Jair pick? Have, are we only one pick on the season in, after three weeks with that Jair sliding pick at this point? Yeah, we don't, uh, we don't get too many picks. It's the zone. It's the zone. I get the theory behind it. I get the theory behind it. The problem is, okay, when I was, writing up defenses okay and i'm yep. not again i am not saying i am an nfl caliber defensive coordinator this is not what i am saying okay what mm -hmm. i'm saying is is for all the classes that i took all the seminars that i went to all the books that i read all the years that i played and all the years that i coached when you played zone when you played mostly zone it was because your corners could not play man long enough you know uh, well enough that you could play a lot more man you wanted more man because more man brings more pressure from the front because those corners have got to hold for three or four seconds so you can bring an extra guy okay when you play zone it's because you're just trying to get home with like we see barry he's trying to get home with four i mean let's do the math for a second let's just do the this this is just quick math this has nothing to do with opinions let's quick math how many players are on their offensive line 
five. Yeah. And then they've got the quarterback that's six. Yep. And they've usually got who back there blocking as well, either a running back or a tight end, right? Correct. So that's how many? Seven. So yeah, running back putting... and then throw in a tight end, inline tight end, blocking tight end. So put it at eight. Okay. So let's say they go eight. So that means they've got how many running routes? Yeah, three people. And that's usually what so, they need. Okay. So three, three people running routes. Now, how many does Barry send? One. <laughs> right? <laughs> it feels like one. Four. Four. Yeah. Four. That means we have seven in coverage. We could double cover each of those three players and still have somebody spying the quarterback and be and be brilliant. Instead, we give them the first eight yards. They catch it six. They turn it up to eight. And suddenly we go, oh, it's second and two. Well, let's back off again. What, put, put this together for me. The simple math. The simple math alone, we could put two of our players, we could put Quay Walker on the underneath and put fucking Amos on the overtop. And yeah. suddenly you've got guys like Jair, Stokes, and uh, Douglas walking around holding their dicks. Yep. But that's not the scheme. What we do is, is we put them in this umbrella type, don't give anything over the top, but let them walk all the way down. And people go, listen, what he's trying to do, this is what he's done. This is yep. what he does in every fourth quarter. There's two minutes left. We get the gunslinger, Tom Brady, goes walking onto the field. You ever heard of Tom Brady? I don't know. Have anybody, is there a news report on Tom Brady? He just come into the league? No, he's a seven-time <laughs> Super Bowl winner, one of the greatest to ever play the fucking game. And you go, listen, he's he's got a timeout and he's got two minutes. What I'll do is, is I'll let him dink and dunk me 12, 12 plays, 87 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we... Even though he hasn't been able to do that for 58 minutes, then you change yeah. it in the last two minutes. Why not go back to what we were doing that completely shut him down and frustrated him? I don't know. Why man. not do that? And then that way, let's say he chucks one over the top to gauge. And by some grace of God, they get a touchdown. When we look up at the clock, there's a minute and a half and Rogers has got a timeout and all we need is a field goal to win it. Are you kidding me? That's money in the bank. That's money in the bank. You might as well just turn out the lights now and, and call it a, a win. Barry's got to get more aggressive. And when we keep seeing only four, remember that when you watch this game tomorrow, when you see four being rushed, that means seven are in coverage and they are blocking with seven, meaning there's only four guys. We could double cover each of them, each of them. Imagine being covered by Jair and Stokes. And then nothing's the coming that, that way then, on the flip of that, then <laughs> you're going to expect these guys to run the ball against four men up front. Right. And that's what people teams have been doing. And, you know, exactly. to dovetail into that with what you're saying, and this ties into what I was telling you right now, the second key, we are at a minus two turnover yeah. differential. Um, yeah. Like I said, the Patriots are minus four. Okay. Yeah. They're averaging four turnovers a game difference. So we're at minus two, man. The difference from this year to last year, we were number three in, in turnover ratio last year, right? Um, last year we were averaging 0.7 turnovers per game. Yeah. This but year minus don't... 0.1 dude. So we are on the negative side of this and I know it's the very beginning. Yeah. But we need to, against a team that is very prone to turning over the ball four times a fucking game that we finally go positive with the turnover differential in this game. If that happens again, I'm still predicting a blowout, but these things need to come into play. We need to hold them in check on the run. We need to have some turnovers and become go onto the positive side of the turnovers for the year, right? Let's go plus one, plus two at this point, have four turnovers because we've had fumbles and fumble recoveries, but I'm talking about that back end. If we have seven fucking people back there sitting there, that is right. plenty of opportunities to fucking intercept the goddamn ball. But we can't because we're out of position. Mm -hmm. This is my whole point. Barry is not a defensive coordinator. I think Barry is running the scheme Lafleur wants, mm -hmm. but Lafleur is not a defensive coordinator. If we had a guy like Wade Phillips, if we had a guy even like uh, who's the guy out of uh, 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 the Lions, Schwartz, Jim Schwartz, right? As, as annoying oh, as I that bastard was, Patricia. <laughs> No, but if we had a guy like that, Mike Zimmer, yeah, we would be attacking. And we would be attacking if with corners. 
we would be attacking. Why is Quay Walker's number only being called now in the third game? His number should have been called for blitzing first game, second game, right away. He's got mega speed, and we're not trying to get Clark and Jer and Reed just to take a step to open the waters a little bit and force Quay through there. I don't we're know. Gonna see that. Well, we're going to start seeing a little bit more. Remember, he is a rookie. He's outstanding. He's got the athleticism. And that is the one thing that I think um, we're going to attack the middle of this offensive line for the Patriots. They're solid on the edges. They've got a rookie that they picked in the first round way ahead of schedule on the interior of that line. That's playing pretty good, man. But the center of their line, and that's where maybe it's going to be a Devondre Campbell game, right? With, with yeah. the pressures because they like quiet, quiet on the outside, but we'll start seeing his snap count go up because man, dude, those flashes, he the, just, yeah. you can see. Yeah. yeah. He's a special player. He's a yeah. special player. This is why we took him in the first round. He's a special player, right? This defense looks good. Uh, let's take a break. We'll talk about the offense and uh, injuries. I'm Andrew Fox from the UK. And you're listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce and Matt and Go Pack Go. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. You can also use coupon code DOSPAPAS for all your Manscaped products. Peace and go Pack Go! Hi everybody, this is Dave Robinson, Green Bay Packers for 10 years, Super Bowl one and two champions, Hall of Famer, Pink Packer Hall of Famer, and I tell you, I enjoy listening to Packers by Borders. So, uh, Dr. Pac, uh, was unable to uh, send us his uh, injury report today. So uh, we're going to do uh, Dr. Uh, Bruce Edmonds. I am your doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the prescription. Hello there. Ah, perfect. Ah. Why do we sound like bear fans? Ah, everything is poopy. <laughs> All right. So uh, you go got that? You got that link? For, yep, you got I do. That link? Is it? Okay. For the Vikings, Let, let's look at our uh, opponents at this point within the division that we've got. So the Vikings right now, um, you know, Eric Kendricks, full participation in practice. Andrew Booth. Um, has been limited, but JC Horn, um, full participant or JC Ham, I'm CJ Ham. What the fuck? My eyes got crossed there. Wow, Galvin Cook was a full wow, participant. It's a horrible disease, it is. And Zadarius is now officially a limited participant, so here comes the decline of his back. But what do you think? And we'll they got him on the knee, they got him on the knee for Zadarius Smith, yeah. The knee. They're going to beat, unfortunately, this pretty terrible New Orleans team, unfortunately. Well, yeah. You know what, though? I would not count this New Orleans team out because this defense of the New Orleans, they're, they're okay. You know what? They've got uh, Marcus May is uh, did not participate. He's the uh, safety. That was a rib, Paulson right? Adeo, uh, rib, yeah. Paulson Adebo, uh corner. He was limited. He'll probably play. Uh, safety, JT Gray, full participant. Uh, Deontay Harty, limited. Wide receiver, Jarvis Landry, ankle limited. You're going to see both those guys out there. Uh, tackle, Ryan Ramzik did not. He's probably out. Win Winston, I think they announced he did not. he's not playing, that they're going with uh, the red rifle, 
right? Yeah, it's going to be Andy Dalton to Chris Olave because Michael Thomas is out. And Traquan, I think, is going to be out too. <laughs> yeah, Thomas and Traquan are both out. Uh, Alvin Kamara, limited. Uh, Marcus Davenport, he was a full – he was full – uh andreas pete concussion limited we're just gonna have to see with that one that one's uh gonna be a game time decision i think it's a good idea to always rest after a concussion but what do i know bro (laughs) we are soothsayers let me tell you man we were talking about that tua injury um from wednesday on wednesday's pod and just how egregious it was that the guy was obviously concussed well and they say it was his later they say say it was his back here's my question do you ever put your hand on whatever hurts as soon as it hurts of course you do i do the old man stance sometimes when i hurt my back i grab my back real quick like oh what was that he didn't once arch his back turn his back or reach for his back he did shake his head violently when he stood up to try and get the cobwebs out and then Mm -hmm. he dropped like a sack of potatoes that's a concussion a concussion he was concussed and now the nflpa is like oh well uh, we're gonna do an internal investigation oh great perfect the people who committed the crime are going to investigate themselves i'm sure this will be great that worked out just fine for all those poor victims in washington right come on yeah, it's terrible, man. I, I'm curious to see where this leads because, look, we have to be fair to the NFL. They did. I know it was post-reaction, but they started the protocols. They have independent doctors not related to anybody doing this. But I just don't understand how eyeballs cannot right. spot this because everybody sees it. It's real obvious. And the problem is now they're saying, well, we don't know if one's related to the other. Fuck off. Yes, it is. Because what happens is four days after you have a major concussion, you were groggy. You're not yourself. You can't defend yourself the way you do. And that's why he got slammed. Besides the fact that the motherfucker slammed him like that. That was a clear Come on. That should have been a penalty. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right? Like you have him down. Why do you slam him down? You're like, there was a little bit of who is that guy? And you can fuck off. Yeah. too much right there for me because you can't control that there's bullshit that that says i don't know oh man i was just going after him no there was some extra oomph in that That was some sue stuff that was some dirty sue stuff there yeah Yeah. a boy named sue there but um you know just it's unfortunate for tua because it's almost like the herbert situation where the coaches need to step in and you talked about this with me this week if you're the coach of this player regardless of what anybody fucking tells you you protect your player like you saw you see what's going on with him and you I let him go, back. Yeah. Dude, go sit down you can be mad at me but go sit down i and would have not- never in a hundred i would have never when when i was when i was head coach or even defensive coordinator uh, the the power struggle when it came to injuries was trainers were above absolutely everybody and mm-hmm. then it was head coach and then it was defensive coordinator. And there was times where we would see somebody act like that. And the trainer would walk up to me to explain what had happened. And I said, regardless of what you're going to say, he's not going back in this week and he should go see a, a real doctor. Yeah. Right. And the trainers would always kind of take a deep breath, like, whew, okay, he's not going to try and force somebody in. I never once, even when a trainer said they were okay, if I saw something like that, I was like, it's never happening. It's never happening. I'm like, yep. he can go sit for a quarter and we'll go talk to him in a, in 15 minutes, right? And let's see how like, he feels. Let everything, let the cobweb yeah. get and see if he's okay there. Because even though you have the immediate kind of looking and somebody, just their adrenaline, let the adrenaline settle and see where they are, right? Take them back to baseline again. So back to the game. So with the yeah. so what's your score prediction for the Vikings and the Saints? Uh, I've got Saints 24, Vikings 14. And I've got 23, Vikings 21, Saints. Oh, a close one. That'll be good. I do. Next game on the docket is Chicago Bears versus the New York Giants. The New York football Giants. The All right. Of terrible teams is going to be three and one. I know. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> the parody in the NFL, 
right? Terrible teams play terrible teams so that at least they have winning records and then they play teams that are good and they they just get buzzsawed, right? The NFC has turned into the AFC, dude, where it's just a clusterfuck yeah. of a bunch of mediocre teams and one or two teams that are going to rise to the top, but now everything is shifted to the AFC. I think it's I think it's only the Packers and the Rams, right? The Bucks. The Bucks are probably no. The Eagles haven't played anybody good yet. Hang on. No, but their defense is legit, dude. I, I watched on. that game. Yeah, they're defense. On. They're about to find a good. They're about to find out. Don't we play the Eagles? We do. Oh yeah. All right. So who's out? Who's out for Chicago? Big names out for Chicago are concerning. So you've got Robert Quinn, who's questionable, but he's probably going to play. Velas Jones continues their rookie star kick returner, punt returner, kiddo that they drafted is, is still questionable. Their kicker, Cairo Santos, this is fantastic to see, which is why I'm going to have the Giants in this game because I think what's going to be the ultimate device of these Bears is what has always been from doink and past. And so post-doink and pre-doink, the kicking team and the kicking issues that the um, Bears have carried on, now they've got another questionable kicker who's probably not going to play, and even if he does – you don't want your kicker on the fucking injury report. So they're going to, no. I think they're going to drop one to the giants. So yeah, the, here's the thing with the giants is, is wide receiver Tooney out mm -hmm. wide receiver Shepard out wide receiver Wandale Robinson out. Like <laughs> we're just dropping wide receivers this NFL season. So you know what you should do is probably go right now into sleeper in the waiver wire and go get that rookie wide receiver that's sitting there because he is the only person. Cause you know, they're not going to what uh, who's the moron wide receiver who Galloway Galloway or well, Galloway just got back for the uh, um, Cowboys. Didn't he? No, it's who, who's the wide receiver on the giants. That's not fucking playing at all even though he got that huge ass. He came over from Detroit. What? Who the fuck? Why am I having trouble with I, that guy's name? No anyway, idea. there are no wide receivers right now except for that one. So I would go to Sleeper, go put Giants filter, look at wide receivers on there, and I bet you you can start whoever the hell is left over because Daniel Jones is going to have to throw somebody in this game against a not very good secondary for the Bears, man. So, you know. This might be just a Saquon Barkley, we're going to destroy you game. That dude looks just like he did pre-injury. He is yeah. back to his normal self, and I think they're going to run it down their throat, and he's going to throw to the one wide receiver that he has. And Daniel Jones is pretty good. He's pretty mobile. What prediction do you have? You know, David Montgomery guy is out, but Khalil Herbert is a very capable backup. He's a testament to 159 yards last week as – fuck, man, fucking – David Montgomery on my starting roster gives me fucking three points because it's like, God damn it. It's like, why can't right. I have those 159 points? Anyway, what's the score? What are you predicting here with the Bears and Seven, Jets? 17, 16, and a who gives a shit? Why did I watch this brawl? <laughs> well, I'm just going to watch the score. I'm not going to actually watch the game. Yeah. You know, one of these, wow, did we seriously see 14 punts in a row? Right. <laughs> All right, let's get to the Lions. Seattle at Detroit. Another terrible fucking game. Good Jesus. Right? What the hell? So do, Seattle's only got cornerback. Uh, uh, Justin Coleman is out with his calf injury. Everybody else is a full participant. So uh, bad news for Seattle fans. You have no excuses when the Lions kick your ass. <laughs> They have Tyler Lockley and DK Metcalf against this absolutely terrible and horrendous defense and secondary for the Lions. I have a feeling that, oh, man, come on, Lions. Like, you have to win this game. Like, I, if you don't win this week, I'm absolutely never, ever, 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 ever going to fucking bet on you. Oh, well, I, I think they win hands down, and you know why? Why? De DeAndre Swift. He, it, it, isn't he out? And isn't yes. Brown is out as well? Yes. Yes. I think because De DeAndre, DeAndre Smith, Swift is out, I think Williams goes off. He finally gets his opportunity to be the third down back. They keep doing this to poor Williams where he gets second fiddle to Swift, even though he's running better, scoring yeah. touchdowns, blocking better. 
I think with him out, it's the Williams show. And I think that the Lions win 31-14. This is my lock of the week. Wow. Detroit, Detroit beats, beats down Seattle, beats them, just crushes them. Especially the way Geno Smith has been playing lately. I told you at the beginning of the season, it's the Geno Smith factor. Yeah. Geno Smith yeah. has only got a couple of good games in him. Ooh, ooh, they, they, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Well, how'd that work out since you said that? How's that? Hmm. Well, hmm. I'm starting DJ Chark <laughs> for the Lions against this terrible Seattle secondary. So that, that was the next man up. And he I know was he's limited. Playing. He's yeah. limited with his ankle as well. Yeah. Yeah. But he's going to play. So that's who I've got in there. If he's out, then I don't know. I do have I'm telling you, you better win. Cause if not, I'm not going to pick you guys ever fucking again, but I've got the lions winning this 24 17. Oh, well, that's not so bad. I think it'll be a lower scoring game than what okay. we're anticipating. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, you just rattle them off. Okay? okay. You just, you just tell me who wins. I don't, I don't need this. I don't need the okay. score. Okay. We're running out of time. Okay. Bills at the Ravens. Bills. Cardinals at Panthers. Panthers. Broncos at Raiders. Fuck. Uh, Raiders. Oh, yeah. They can't go on for It's going to be the Broncos and, and, and Devontae's going to go, the people at Green Bay. Much oh. like Carr, we miss you too, Devontae. Uh, Patriots at Packers. Pack. Chiefs at Buccaneers. Chiefs. Rams at Niners. Niners. Yeah, that's that that's gonna be my upset. That's gonna be yeah, my that's upset. my upset of the week because the Rams have owned owned the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Titans at Colts. Yeah. The, the Colts are the last, they're, they're the worst two teams in the NFL. And I they're the worst two teams. Colts. I think Matt Ryan will pull it off. Really? Yep. I think the only thing he'll be pulling off is his jersey because he should retire. I agree. Matty Ice is melted. <laughs> He's that, he's that little tiny paper snow he's, cone after a baseball yeah. game. That he's stuff. dripping. Yeah. He's dripping down the arms of Jim Ursay. Right. <laughs> he's he's dripping down. Yeah. And Jim's licking. Oh, no, it's still good. It's still good. No, it isn't. No, he's that cherry <laughs> snow cone that's just all sugar on the floor, like mixed yeah. with sand. It's no good anymore. You got a cup of Kool Aid. Where are the orange slices? Go <laughs> yeah. sit on the bench, buddy. Yeah. Give somebody else a chance. Give somebody else a chance. Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's back. He and, and then the best part is is in that in that mediocre eleven to ten game, right? Just the terrible, the most terrible game you've ever watched on TV. They're all smiles and hugging each other at the end of the game. Like also like remember, and, and let's be fair to him because he got zero reps in the preseason, zero reps in training camp, zero reps in the pre yeah preseason games zero reps first two weeks right so yeah. this is actually his first game and first touching of the football at all with the, with this team so he'll he'll come back and he'll be a little bit better he'll be jimmy jimmy g um and i i really hope for him that he plays really well just to stick it right in the yeah. ass of yeah that fucking office yeah fucking how do you do that to your veteran like you got to do what we do you just got to just pay the backup a little more and let the veterans stick around. That's it. So I really hope that they don't make the playoffs, but I hope Jimmy G fucking destroys and he goes. And well, who's going to make the playoffs out of that division? Somebody's going to. It's going to be the Rams. It's going to be the Rams and that's it. That's it. Out of that division. Everybody says, oh, there could be three teams out of one division. There could be four teams out of one division. It's still not going to stop the fact that there won't be. There right. won't be. There just yeah, won't be. be. You know, the NFC least is a little bit better than expected, so they'll probably have two teams out of there. You know, if Dak comes back and the Cowboys' defense is kind of legit, so you got two teams there. We've got the Packers. Okay, so who who are the teams? Who are the teams? What do we take in the first round? Six, right? It's six plus the wild card, yep. So it's technically – No, no, it's not six. So it's four, all the winners of your division, plus four, plus, plus, plus the two wild cards. Right, okay, so it's six. Yeah, it's six in total. So okay, so Packers, Rams, there's two. So who are the other four that are going? Bucks, Bucks, and then in the Eagles, other, fuck, Eagles, 
Cowboys. Two out of that division? Okay. And I'll take the Vikings. And the Vikings two division as well? I think so. Look, look at the other trash divisions. You'd add to the NFC South. Nope. Like, it's just going to be by default, Bucks. Everybody Carolina, else, no. Trash. Come on, man. Fucking absolute garbage. Atlanta? Garbage. Well, you can't say that about Washington. Garbage. <laughs> Giants, garbage. Bears, uh, garbage. Lions, garbage. Well, I, I think the Lions are going to get a spot. Uh, we'll see. I think the Lions are going to get a spot. They had the Vikings right in their pocket, and then their defensive coordinator – Stopped calling a great game. The Lions be Lions. That's the problem. Yeah. And then what other division have we got? That's it, man. I'm telling you. I think those are my six teams just because the NFC is just such – it's so top-heavy, and then it's just all trash. And But trash teams are playing trash teams, right? Like the, It's just – that's all it is. It's a bunch of hot garbage games and then a couple good games. Like the in-division games, this, this is the year in the NFC where your division games are probably weighted – even more so because there's going to be such a hodgepodge of teams below the top four, which are basically, like you said, the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers, and I'm going to say the Eagles. So those four teams are actual NFC contenders. Everybody else below that is kind of in this just giant pit of garbage. I have this weird gut feeling about the Bucks, and not going to I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Well, then who wins that division? The Saints? Atlanta. Shut the fuck up, dude. No okay, fucking so, way. Hold on. Hold on. Just hear me out. Okay. Are you high? Tom, yeah. Well, yeah. But Tom Brady is 67 years old. Uh-huh. There's trouble at home. Not anymore. Giselle came out and gave him a kiss. There's trouble at home. If you're a married guy, that kiss means nothing other than you're going to fucking pay for it later. That's what that means. That's true. Okay. I'm going to smile. I'm going to do it because the spotlight's on me. But when this season's done, motherfucker, <laughs> right? That's what that was. Okay. I think, I think that combined with the constant injuries with these vets that they bring in, mm -hmm. I think that gets them eliminated from the playoffs. I don't think he makes the playoffs. Brady doesn't make the playoffs for the first time in years. That's a super bold prediction, man. And uh, I think I think Atlanta or possibly even Carolina. And I think it's going to be like a mediocre record too, like a nine and eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think Brady drops four or five in a row here and starts thinking to himself and Giselle is up in that booth going, I fucking told you so. But you keep playing your game. <laughs> I don't have them. You know, they obviously they always have them with 13, 14 wins, Tom Brady, but they'll win 11. I still have them at eleven wins. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I don't think, I think they. That, I don't think they could break double digits. Okay, there's a well, lot wrong with that team. There's a there lot, is a wrong, lot with that wrong, but team. there's more wrong with the Falcons, the Panthers. Uh, the Falcons seem to be turning it around a little bit here, and the Carolina Panthers have been in every game that they've lost. They're just waiting for that Baker Mayfield uh, to start slinging it a little bit more, and if their defense could maybe hold on just a little bit longer, maybe. you know, we'll see. All right, man. You have a game? Uh, no. I have uh, the end. It's been an hour. <laughs> right on. Yeah, hey, we filled an hour again. Cha-ching! <laughs> Don't forget about Monday, Mailbag Monday. You got any questions for us, you can send them to us at PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. You can find us on Twitter at BordersPackers. Find us on Instagram, PackersWithoutBorders and PackersWithoutBorders merch. Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders to help us out with that grassroots effort. You can go to Packers Without Borders at myshopify.com. We've got your orders. Those shirts will be ready this afternoon. I will be heading out about five o'clock this afternoon to go pick them up. Obviously, there is no mail uh, after five o'clock on the Saturday, Sunday, but as soon as I can, I will ship those out to you. Thank you guys all for your support. There was a big push for, uh, we had a couple La Lagartijas, which is the lizard, the lizard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shirts go out. We had a couple of Randall Cobbs. So it, it seems like Mbach, now that he's back, a couple of those came off of the shelf now. So 
it's pretty cool how every week, depending on what player kind of shows up, those are the the shirts that people are buying, which is pretty fucking cool. I'm going to start. I've been working on the designs for Watson and Dobbs and Kwai and the rookies. Now that we know that they're actually worth making a shirt for. You have to earn uh packers without borders loteria shirt so i'm working on those designs right now for those guys so i'll have these rookies and and the players you know i'll have eldon jenkins as well on there because it is what it is but uh thank you guys so much for your support and we'll see you on the flip-flop absolutely and i want to say happy birthday happy 12th birthday to wyatt hi everyone there we go (laughs) and he's birthday And I want to say happy to Carmina. It was Carmina's birthday the other day. They had a big sleepover. Dad got out the s'mores in the tents and uh, and he did a makeup party. I don't know what you guys did. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a movie theme party. I, I put a huge projector screen, you know, uh, in the living room and basically blocked off the kitchen in the living room and let them just, I let five girls have half of the house basically. Uh-oh. And didn't peek other than everybody okay but they did whatever they wanted in there and carmina yesterday uh, about two o'clock in the afternoon disappeared into her room right and understand that carmina has trouble sleeping like we have to give her meds and stuff to sleep so it was like okay all of a sudden four o'clock girls and i was like carmina no answer open the door out cold asleep <laughs> no pills nothing just to sleep seven o'clock we go over hey hun you okay yeah just give me my pills i'm gonna sleep straight through 19 straight hours she slept wow wow <laughs> good for her yeah i was like okay. i wish occasionally you get those good sleeps in oh. and and you know your body just needs it your body yeah. just needs it you know you especially when it. they're young when they're young too right like my wife is always like, oh, well, it's uh, 8.30. Maybe we should get them up. And I'm like, let them sleep. Yep. Let them sleep. That's when they do their growing. And some days, some days we they go till, you know, 9, 9.30. Some days we they even went to 11. One time it was 10 after 12. And we were both sitting in the living room looking at each other like the children are dead. They are yeah. in the rooms dead. We ha- we're going to go to jail. We should. And we open up the doors. And no, they're just mad that we're opening up the door. <laughs> Dude, silence with kids is always a, what the hell are you doing wrong? Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Why is it so quiet in the house? Where's the dog? Um, <laughs> right. Happy birthday to Wyatt. I'll, I'll give him a little ring tomorrow, man, to, to wish him a happy birthday. That, that'd be great. Happy birthday, Carmina. Many, many more. Congratulations on your sleep. That's <laughs> it. Episode 170. Half a million listens. How do you like them apples? Yeah, we need to announce that because we officially hit it last night. Thank you to our folks across the pond for listening. Because when I woke up this morning and you guys were listening, it was official. We hit it and we actually have a new country to add. Ooh. Uh, Chile. Chile is now official. Oh, I like Now to, to make All that right. list. And, you know, you Irish folks, we need is Ireland. You need to start spreading the word because it's, you're not showing up. It's my island. We know you're out there. <laughs> it's my island. I, yeah. I, we're still we're still getting over the famine. Oh, we've actually got <laughs> we've actually got three new on here. We've got Singapore, Taiwan, and Chile. All right, Singapore, Taiwan, and Chile. That is badass. We are now officially that's, at. That's like that's like going to the food court at the mall. What do you want to eat? Wow, dude, forty-five countries. Sweet. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. We're gonna have to adjust the the logo. Uh, we're gonna shirt. have to adjust the logo shirts a little bit. See, if we only get one listener, you don't get up on the logo shirt. Yeah. We need a hundred. No. <laughs> uh, well, we need one percent is the minimum of twelve thousand listens per episode. What? I thought it was only seven people. So we need 120, you need 120 people from your country to listen in order to go. make the list. That's, that's how, what an elite club it is. 120. <laughs> right, right on, on, brother. All right. Peace. Care, buddy. Bye. Go back, go. 
This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. So Coolio died. What? Coolio died. Yes. No, he didn't. No. Yeah, 59 years old, found in, yeah, man, no drugs, but found dead on the floor, Coolio. Crazy. Did you like That's Coolio? Terrible. Did you like that type of music? Did you like One, the- two, three, four, get your booty on the floor. Gonna, gonna get up and get down. Yes. Yeah. American Gangster? <laughs> oh, what was it? American? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, from um, Gangster Paradise. Movie. Gangster's Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate, man. We've lost a lot of really good uh, artists recently. Have you and noticed the, that? Yeah. yeah. Only the good die young, right? Billy Joel said that. Dude, pretty amazing how that rule of 27, have you noticed this? How many people have died, you know, at that age of 27, just actors, actresses like Janis Joplin, Chris Farley, people like that. Kind of crazy, but yeah, when you're looking at... Uh, what is that sweet baby? What is that? Antonio Brown. I'm reading the news. Antonio Brown exposes himself to stun guests in hotel pool. <laughs> what a fucking. Everybody, idiot. every Green Bay fan that said, we need Antonio Brown. Turn in Dude, your jerseys now. Okay, do me a favor. Screenshot that. Just rub out, take like scratch off the penis or whatever, where you can't see it. So it's not porn on your, on your, on your feed. But post that and put, uh, hey, Packer fans, <laughs> is this what you wanted on your team? Good Lord, man. Oh.